0: This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers.
1: Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start really
2: moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit.
1: That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around.
0: Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves, and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks.
1: So,
2: make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today.
1: We got you, baby. When I'm on my way to drop off the kids at school and I'm on about five hours of sleep and I haven't had my coffee yet, I'm truly one of a kind.
2: Yeah, this sounds like the beginning of a horror movie.
1: It is. But there is one thing I can do immediately to bring some comfort and calm to the situation and keep me moving forward. Eat Keebler Sandies.
2: I like to
0: think that if the good-looking guy was still around, sitting on the couch, comforting himself about not getting into college, he'd ditch the Cocoa Puffs and down some Keebler Sandies instead.
2: Mixed with chocolate syrup?
0: Ooh, why not?
1: When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies is the
2: perfect treat to keep you going. Each Keebler Sandy's shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by the Keebler Elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. The next
0: time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for Keebler's Sandy's Shortbread Cookies to enjoy a simple
2: moment of comfort. It's time to tell our Podmeets World listeners that if you're currently tuning in via headphones, it's time you take audio seriously and join the JLab family. JLab offers incredible sound for all of life's moments. It's tech done better. Consumers deserve better than the same old tech they've been stuck with. Instead of high price tags, everyone should have
0: access to new innovations and products they actually want. So JLab thought, hey, Why not do something about it?
1: What are you waiting for? Get out there and join the JLab family.
2: JLab.com. JLab. Your kind of tech.
1: When it comes to Podmeets World, we're synonymous with two things. Watching our younger selves on a TV show from 30 years ago and loving
2: Hyundai. The first ever fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5.
0: With up to 303 mile range, available two-way charging, and other category defining features, the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5 is one of the most teched out electric vehicles ever.
1: Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. 2024 Ionic 5 Rear Wheel Drive has an EPA estimated driving range of up to 303 miles. Actual range will vary with options, driving conditions and habits, vehicle and batteries condition and other factors. Available in limited quantities and select states only. So much, everyone who came to our live show. That was a really fun night.
2: I'll say, what a blast! There were a lot of people there, guys. You guys, there <laughs>
1: were expect. so many people. I, I was not it. expecting it. Well, when no. we all
0: walked on the
2: stage and kind of looked up, we're like, "Oh, we're doing a show." was oh. <laughs> like this is a, a big it theater. A, yeah, it was a big theater, but then it was also just filled. And yeah. uh, man, the love was palpable. Oh, it was just such what a, a crowd. Fun, Yeah, it was so fun to just feel like we all were part of this community. (laughs) Yeah. It was was really intense. Like it was emotional and and beautiful and, and fun. It well, was. What we, we make it, what, 30 seconds without you crying, Danielle? Was I don't it know if we made it seconds? that long. It was not <laughs> that
1: long. <laughs> it was, I, don't think it was. Was. I think <laughs> I walked
0: out and immediately started crying.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was pretty awesome. And uh, thank you also for being our first live audience. Like, you know, we overall were really happy with the way it went. But of course, we are critical of ourselves. And there were some bumps and some some bruises. And uh, we're trying to put together what exactly we want it to look and feel like moving forward. But we're so Appreciative of all of you guys who were there, and the feedback that you've given us, and the things you loved. I mean, writer, hands down, your opening. Which I don't want to ruin for people who haven't, yeah. you know, been to the live show. But more, my goodness, did you ever start us off with a bang? And then I feel like really Will and I let you down for the rest of the yeah. hour because you really started <laughs> us off was, great. You
0: started so, us on a high,
2: We had nowhere well, to go but down. Part, right? It was the most part. It was the most written part.
0: Yeah. But. That, I think that and then the uh, the Blue Angels fly over in the middle. Those <laughs> yeah. two. <laughs> were by far the coolest parts of the show. Well, that was right, totally right.
2: spontaneous. <laughs> we didn't
0: so, know yeah. what was going to happen when we yeah. saw no.
2: Danielle in half. That didn't go as well. <laughs> no, so that was that, weird. i The I'm still magic recovering. interlude. I just don't know. You know I don't, maybe we yeah. just stick with coin tricks. It uh, was
0: very weird. And by the way, David Copperfield. I thought. Charged us way too much to show way up in the middle much. of the show. Yeah. yeah. Crazy.
2: Well,
1: these are some <laughs> things you missed if you weren't at our live show. So uh, I do have good news for you, though. If you missed our live show, we have new merch. That- new show
0: merch. <laughs> That's not how you say it. It is. New show merch. Is that right? No, I don't know. It's uh, fun,
2: though.
1: It debuted at our live show in El Cajon, but now it is available for all of you. It is a Pod Meets World Was My Idea shirt. And it is... So cute. It's in baby blue. Uh, There were only a total of 400 made. So, you know, get yours while you can. They go from extra small all the way to 3XL. And you can get it on podmeetsworldshow.com.
0: And thank you for coming up with the idea for the podcast, everybody.
1: What would we do without you?
0: I don't know what we'd do. I don't know what we'd do.
2: (laughs) Danielle, you finished your movie.
1: I finished my movie. Um,
2: Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. It was well, hard, right? It was
1: so, so much work. Hard. And it was so <laughs> much work. And like you said, I mean, this will be no surprise, but it was everything it, exactly what you told me it was going to be. It was. You know, Danielle, you said you are – there are going to be days where you are very far behind and you feel like there's no way we're going to finish. And then out of nowhere, you'll have a day where suddenly you're very ahead and everything's on track and you don't really know how that happens. And that is exactly what happened. on the first day, we did – we had to wrap and we were behind. We had like two pages we didn't get and it got bumped to the next day. And then that next day, somehow, we ended up making up those two pages and we wrapped. You know, everything was fine. And then the next day, you fall a little bit more behind and you have –
2: other issues like, you know, that pop up.
1: And, and, um, it was, it was really exhausting emotionally, physically. Um, but I will say that we had for the most part, a truly incredible crew who were all people that really wanted to be there. Um, it is very important to me that the sets that I work on everyone feels respected and appreciated. And that Mm -hmm. even though it's really freaking hard and we're all in this, you know, in the trenches together, um, you at least feel valued. And so I try to keep, you know, the energy very calm and I want everyone to know that they're, you know, even when there are mistakes, because also when you're doing these kinds of low budget movies and people aren't getting paid truthfully what they're worth, um, you get very green people. And for a lot of people on our crew, it was their first ever movie.
2: Yeah. That's it was cool, my
1: though. first movie. It was our um, scripty. It was script dialogue's first movie. We had uh, people in G and E who had never worked on on a feature film before. Oh, that's so
2: great. And
1: um, I mean, that's terrifying keep, when you're starting out. But <laughs> yeah, it's it is terrifying. And and you know that makes things go a little slow sometimes because everyone. And then also right. it means that there are some mistakes because there isn't a ton of experience necessarily. And you know right. there were times we. Realized halfway through, somebody was missing their purse, or somebody was in the wrong wardrobe, or you know, and you've already shot some stuff, and you've already shot, and now yes, and so that kind of stuff. You did end up
2: using multiple cameras, right?
1: We did. We ended up using two cameras, and uh, that was not the that wasn't the intention when we first started, but we realized we were really able to get very valuable stuff with mm-hmm. the second camera Will came by to visit Trina McGee is one of the stars of the movie it was so much fun to have her fun. and to work with her again and she she's she brought to life this—she's the, the mother of one of the of the lead actress, and she was just—it was so much fun to be with her. Um, And so Will got to come by and, and say hi. Man, bye. it really—it
0: made me want to do it again. It, every time I do that, every time I visit somewhere or something like that, it just—you miss it. It's—and I didn't ever—when I was doing it, you kind of start taking it for granted after a while. And then it's been so many years. I mean, I haven't been on a, a movie—the so last movie I did was 2006.
2: Wow. So, you know— I, I being just absolutely love being on set. Yeah.
3: Um, yeah. I mean, I don't like
2: being on set without something to do. I'm, right. You know, like, th- so right. I, you know, even visiting a set, I kind of get like a little, like, why am I here? I'm right. stuck on the sidelines. But yeah, like, I've always wished that, like, I, you know, I, I mean, I still could, I guess, like, just take yeah. on a crew job, you know? Sure. Like, yeah. But I mean, I'm so. What I would love to do, I would love to be a part of camera department. I would love to be a first AC. I just do not have the eye or the technical skills. Right. So I can't <laughs> yeah. do it. But that would be my favorite job because when you're a part of the camera department, you're with the actors, you're right in the heart yeah. of the action, yep. you're really up close. I just think that's you're such still a great You're still helping with the look of the film and all that kind yeah, so And it can be very creative because you have to engage. You know, If, they're, if the camera's moving, you, the whole department has to be like sort of doing a dance with yeah. the actors yeah. and setting the shots. Yeah. And if anybody is like, we, you know, if you have somebody who can't pull focus in that situation, it will ruin the entire thing, especially back yeah. in the day when you shot on film, you wouldn't even know it until afterwards. Um, so uh, yeah, so I would always love to yeah. be a part of a camera department, but um, yeah, man, I love, I love film. I'm so happy for you, Danielle. I'm so I have, I have a
0: new goal. My new goal is I want to be in a lifetime movie.
2: All right, it'd All be right. so much Put out fun into the to
0: world. be in one Put of it those. Out into the world. I am throwing it out into the world. I think that would be one of those fun might just I, happy might movies. Might I suggest
1: Hallmark? Okay, yeah. yeah let's. I would, let's, like a
0: Christmas movie. That'd be yeah. fun too. Yeah. Like let's I do, think that well, would they, be great. They
1: do other stuff than Christmas, but Hallmark is one of the things I really like about Hallmark movies is that they are really branching away from just romantic relationship storylines. Okay. They're really like doing more and more like things about siblings or things about.
2: Okay, so the sibling story with you two. If we can't sell it as a sitcom with a multi-camera, we will take it to Hallmark and make we'll it We'll take a, it to yeah, Hallmark and we'll movie. do a Hallmark movie. I no, we'll still do a I Hallmark do a movie Hallmark version movie. with the two of you playing siblings and I'll direct it.
3: All right, I'm down for that. I am. Oh, there we go. Hallmark, let um, us know.
0: I'm also. I never do this, but I'm going to at the very, very start of our show here. Uh, our wonderful executive producer Jensen Carp sent me an email from the group of emails we get, and he's like, "You have to read this one on the air because it makes me sound awesome."
1: Okay, I can't so wait. I'm Please, read it. Let's start this way. We're doing thank a very, you. Let's hold on. Let's welcome everybody to Pod Meets World. I'm Danielle Fishel. I'm Ryder Strong,
0: and I'm apparently the very awesome Wilfred L. And I'm going to tell you why as I read this email. It says, just showed my daughter a picture of Leonardo DiCaprio from Titanic days, and she said, he kind of looks like Corey's older brother. You're welcome, Will. Love, Tess and Lil, age six. Oh, yeah, my friend. (laughs) That's right. Leonardo DiCaprio from Titanic. That's all I got to say. I can leave now, by the way. I'm going to just walk out.
1: I actually think you are more attractive than Leonardo DiCaprio. Wow. Yeah, I... I mean, don't get me wrong, Leo. In the '90s, I had a humongous crush on yeah. Leo. Absolutely, but you have aged beautifully. Oh, and you are <laughs> so handsome.
2: I oh, think you're selling yourself
1: a, the tiniest bit yeah. short by wow. by thinking it's that's
2: very sweet.
1: Yeah, I think I think you could do better than Leo. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And so does Tess, age six. Exactly.
4: Now I can
0: leave.
2: Thank you very much. There you go. There's
1: your ego boost well, for Well, There it the is, day. man.
0: I'll say, yeesh, Aww. I'm I'm turning red here, which I according to my twenty-three and me, I am unlikely to blush. <laughs> so I'm, I'm I'm amazed that I am. This is great. <laughs> oh well, God. I
1: we are doing another Q&A episode because for one thing, we had so many questions that we didn't get to last time. And truthfully, we get thousands of questions in our email every month. And some of the things you guys ask are just things that will come up in our recaps. So we're not going to, you know, answer those during a Q&A episode because there are things that, like about season three or season four, and we will get to them with, when they come up. But others are things that we think, yeah, this might as well be a good time to talk about it. I will say that the number 1 question that came out of our last Q&A episode was Danielle what happened with the catfish guy who showed up at your school? Yes, I've seen that. You never People, finished like the, the story. story didn't end. <laughs> <laughs> we just moved on to something else. I was like, and then he showed up at my school anyway. And then we just like moved on to something else and everyone was really And the killer bothered. is. yeah
4: Exactly.
1: So I will finish that story. So yes, the guy showed up at my school and the school, he said that he had been sent by my family and was there to pick me up. And the school knew right away that something was wrong because I wasn't at school that week. I was on set on Boy Meets World and they (sighs) knew that anybody who was there to pick me up would know my work schedule and that wouldn't be there. So they knew something was up. So they called my parents and they said... This guy has been, you know, this guy showed up and is here to pick you up. And we then started, like, an investigation. We went to the police. The police looked up the address where he had been sending me mail. Turns out it was a P.O. box. It wasn't a home address. So we didn't know where he lived, but they were able to figure out his work address. And a police officer showed up at his work with, like, I don't know what the version of a cease and desist is. But it was basically if you ever contact this person again— We are going to
0: not quite a restraining restraining order, order. but something like that. Not quite a restraining order, but you
1: were, and we're putting like, it's here at work. It was kind of a big deal. Um, And yeah, and then I didn't hear from him again for a while. And then years later, I started getting, yeah, and then his name's Jensen (laughs) Clark. (laughs) (laughs) Jensen Clark. (laughs) No, years later, uh, I started getting kind of, Odd fan letters again. And my mom's like spidey sense just started tingling. And she was like, I just for some reason have a feeling this is the same guy. He had switched up his technique or his tactic. Mm-hmm. He wasn't writing to me as a little girl anymore. But he... um I think he was saying he was like a prince of somewhere and that he wanted he wanted me to be his princess. And I just remember wow. my mom reading one of the letters and going, I don't know. I think we should say, let's see the ring. Maybe we should at least <laughs> contemplate it. Um, but I think she just kind of like sensed that maybe it was him, but then, you know. Um. That, I think I, I
0: sent him a whole lot of money to help him get out of prison. <laughs> so I, apparently I saved, I helped save him. You yeah, no, that, you can that can night. be really scary. It can be really scary
2: with that. Do you guys remember the story about the the weird fan letters that I started getting that I didn't even find out about till years later? Um, no. Do you not hear me? So yeah, this was I, a story vaguely. Jeff Sherman told me when, we, when I was in my yes. 20s because they, they ended up keeping it from me on, at the time. But they started I started getting letters and Disney like intercepted them and brought them to the producer's attention. And there was a series of letters where this guy was describing people's daily lives, like uh, telling, you know, in the letter, he was like, so dear writer, uh, this person wakes up at this address, this time goes to this. Word. And what they realized was that this per- they wanted me to kill them this guy was like asking me to become like a hitman for him <laughs> and was like listing out people's daily schedules in order for me to kill them. Like it was, the, uh, so they, where did they, he they, think you were going to find the time? I don't yeah. know. And You're like, very why busy. me? Like, why did, why, what, what was, you know, and I think the writers at the time, they were like, there's something about Sean Hunter as this sort of like sort of troubled outsider that this guy thought maybe like, he or me, I would be the person to go uh, right, you could perform be these murders for him. Right? Wow. So weird. But yeah, crazy. I never knew about it at the time. But, they, um, yeah, apparently they collected all these letters and then they uh-huh. had a big discussion about what to do about it. And I think they did end up referring the person to the police eventually. Yeah. But uh, I never got them. So crazy. I, wow. I, I, don't,
0: I don't talk about mine because mine's very recent and I don't want to encourage it, frankly. Yeah, yeah. Know, I, it's,
2: I don't blame you. Yeah. Do you
0: know
1: who else got some weird letters? Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Oh,
0: I'm sure. sure. Oh, I couldn't even imagine when when he had that amount of fame.
1: Yeah,
0: um, you I, know that it's quickly. Not
1: the, they are not my stories to share, so I won't yeah. do it. But. If we are ever lucky enough to get Jonathan on this podcast as a I guest, couldn't imagine. I and I don't and even know if he'd want to talk about it, but boy no. did he ever get some weird— And he's such
0: a quiet he was such a quiet, unassuming kid that it's you know, yeah, dealing with that kind of stuff at that age. It's just something yeah, the idea that you'd even have to put that on your radar that you have to deal with Guys, with people that are unbalanced. Is I was strange.
1: so stupid. Like when I started driving and I so this was when I was eighteen, because I moved out of my parents' house and was living in Manhattan Beach and people would uh, go to our live studio audience tapings and then pull their cars off of the lot and park off to the side and then I wait swear. for us to drive That's to out.
0: to leave, yep, I had that and happen too. And then
1: I got followed home a couple times and at Ooh. least one time, I actually got off on an off-ramp before my off-ramp and then stopped at the red light at the end of the off-ramp and it was just me and the car behind me that had been following me and I got out of my car and oh. walked up to the driver's side Are window. What's up?
2: Oh my and God. And there was two
1: guys... And I, they rolled down their window and I said, this is not cool. I know what you're doing. I've seen you've been following me from all the way from back there. What are you doing? You want to see where I live and then what? This is scary. And they were like, we're so sorry. I really apologize. Blah blah, blah. I was like, it's oh, cool. It's so fine. You're so lucky that that
2: yeah, was so I know. Don't get out of the I know. car.
1: The, the stupid, like what, talk about hubris yeah. and just like, right. Just so well, you're
0: 18. You're invincible. That's the thing. At, that's is you're exactly invincible it. The at that age. The decisions you so. make at that age. Yeah. But yeah,
1: like I would never no. do something like that now. But no. boy, oh boy, I was a real maroon back in the day. All right. Um, so our second top question that we were asked,
0: <laughs> and I a maroon? will say, what's a maroon? <laughs> <laughs> that's the second
2: question? The second question we like to ask is, <laughs> do you guys know, know the story exactly of that maroon? Same? Do you know the story of that? What a real know saying. I've saying? never heard that. I've <laughs> never, <laughs> never even heard say- it's It's, it's, a real it's what Bugs Bunny used to say. It's in the Looney Tunes, and it was because you couldn't say the word moron, moron. on television back then. Oh. They they thought that the word moron was you know like a, a real insult or you know just a swear like a like negative stupid or something. Con- yeah. yeah, it was like so. Instead, he called everybody maroons, like what a Bugs maroon. Bunny or whatever. Yeah, what a maroon! Oh, maybe I have heard that. I don't know. So,
0: And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to
1: books.com and use promo code WORLD for 25% off.
2: That's B-O-U-Q-S dot promo code WORLD. Books, promo code WORLD.
0: You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and
2: you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh...
0: Visit ExpressPros.com today.
1: As a podcast focused on reliving memories from our past, I can tell you firsthand, as you get older, your memory just isn't as reliable as it used to be.
2: Yeah, if we didn't have Will here, there would be a lot of dead air.
0: (laughs) That is true, Robert. Well, guys, since I know you need a little help, you're going to love Legacy Box. It's the safest way to digitize your home videos and pictures,
2: even when you think you don't have a way to watch them anymore.
1: Oh, this is perfect, especially with Mother's Day right around the
2: corner. It really is the perfect gift for the whole family, whether it's a sweet 16 or college graduation, first steps or performing a Backstreet Boys dance in between scenes on your childhood
0: network sitcom. This is the way to reconnect with your history.
1: The process is so easy. You just fill your legacy box with old VHS or camcorder tapes, pictures, negatives, film reels. I mean, they even work with over 15 different types of analog media, so they have you covered.
0: Then you just send the box back and their team professionally digitizes everything by hand in the U.S. And you'll get it all back on the cloud or on a thumb drive along with your originals.
2: I recently sent off my first box to Legacy Box and I got into my old storage unit and found about 40 tapes, all different media. And I was able to label each one and send it off. I cannot wait to see what these tapes hold.
1: Jensen and I also recently got some of his home videos digitized and being able to hear his parents' voices again has been a
0: real gift. So join over 1.5 million families that have trusted Legacy Box with their
2: memories. Go to LegacyBox.com world to save 60% during their best Mother's Day sale
0: ever. It's time to connect with your past and make sure those memories are preserved properly.
1: That's LegacyBox.com world. Well, this is, honestly, it's become a very controversial subject on Side the yard. Meets World. Oh, no. It is, honestly, maybe bigger than Side Yard <gasps> Backyard.
0: What is it? Llama pet?
1: Ryder recently mentioned oh, no. a certain popularity he has on the internet. And he said, Jif. Rather than Gif.
2: But it is Jif. Yeah.
1: It is Jif. Thank GIF. you.
2: It oh, is. so the three of us are all in complete agreement that the it's three GIF. The three of because us are
1: in complete agreement that the it creator. is GIF. The creator re- says it's GIF. The cr- exactly. Now, to be fair, the creator has also said that both are acceptable. But it is supposed to be jiff. And it doesn't come from graphics like people think. That would be the hard G. It doesn't come from that. He said it is supposed to be from in a jiffy for the fast pace and the shortness of the image. So it is GIF. It is not pronounced gif. If you want to say gif, Go they ahead. have said that now both are acceptable. However, if you come for writer one more time and say what? He says Jif like the peanut butter and you make yes. fun of him one more time. I'm going to find where you live and I'm going <sighs> to follow you home. I'm going to follow you home. No, I'm obviously not going to do that. But it is Jif, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's Jif.
2: It's Jeff. It's always So
0: the very quick story, Um, uh, Gene Roddenberry, who created Star Trek, went to a Star Trek convention and he stood up in front of everybody. And between the Star Trek uh, fans, there is a break between Trekkies and Trekkers. And so he stood up and said, I want to welcome all you Trekkers here, uh, Trekkies here. And somebody stood up and said, it's Trekkers. And he looked at him and he said, it's Trekkies. I invented the thing. So it's that same kind of thing. It's like when the inventor says it's called a gif, if you find the comet first, you get to name the comet. That's the way it works. So it's that same kind of thing.
1: Yeah, it is JIF. I'm sorry to to ruin all of your lives, but. Yeah, it's JIF. Anyway, let's get into some questions. I thought this was a really interesting question. And I I don't know how much the three of us all know about it. You guys probably know more about it than I do. But the question was, it's usually the case. (laughs) Are residuals still good money for you guys? And I thought that's really interesting that we've never really explained how residuals work, what residuals are. How much do we even know how residuals work? (coughs) Truthfully, we don't know. We just trust the system that the system is working right. And that's
0: not a very smart thing to do, especially at least in the animation world. You have to fight and hunt down a lot of your residuals sometimes.
1: So, for every, I mean, this is a very, going to be a, it could be a very long winded answer that I don't want it to be. But for every different type of production, film, streaming, TV, animation, commercials, there are their own set of rules. For residuals. And then it's also different based on the budget of all of those things, right? Like Mm -hmm. low budget indies, ultra low budgets, low budgets, all there, they all have their own specific title and, and they are, you know, they get their titles based on exactly how much money is going into the production. Um, Depending on what that is, that your residuals could be different. Just speaking to our experience with Boy Meets World, um, I think the way residuals work is that the first time an episode airs, you 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 know you well we get paid our weekly salary or our our per episode salary, and then the first time it airs, you get that payment. Not that the first time you've been paid for when yeah, it airs is a rerun. Once. Yes, you get paid run. almost the same amount
2: again uh, if it's on network. If it's on right. network, well that's right. what I'm
1: saying for us with Boy Meets World.
2: <laughs> right. It also In, depends on the network. Depends on yeah.
0: Because if it, cable, if it was cable as opposed to network network at yeah. the time, Basically, like if it aired on Disney system, Channel, that right. we'd get less money than if it aired again on ABC. Right.
1: right. But when we were on Boy Meets World from 93 to 2000. Yes. Our reruns, until we went into syndication, our reruns were only on ABC. Y-
2: right? Yes. Right? Because it wasn't shown anywhere else. It wasn't shown don't anywhere think else. I we even until- really had reruns at the time. I don't think they ever did
0: reruns.
1: They, they Wasn't it just happen-
0: if we had an if we had an episode that didn't like we th- there was times where we didn't have a new episode but they'd still put up an older Boy Meets World wouldn't they do that well,
1: also Maybe. what would happen I during the
2: summer they didn't have the show there were seasons.
0: no I think during the summer the TGIF always tried to do something else it was like Summer Splash or ABC yeah. this we only or had ABC seasons. that we, yeah. we they
2: did not. They saved the show. I mean, that was the idea. It was that that was why you wanted to have enough episodes to have a syndication package that they could sell yeah. to right. other local, which n- was a hundred, hundred episodes. Everybody About wanted to reach hundred episodes, right? Yeah. Because then you would have enough episodes that it would be a worthwhile investment for a local uh, channel to purchase yeah. the rights to play that those episodes as a package. Um, so you would always want a hundred, I mean, this is yeah. thing, all of this is pretty antiquated now. I mean, yeah, now yeah it's, it's not, so... it's totally different because streaming. I mean, and, and so the way it used to work is that basically SAG, the Screen Actors Guild, you know, the idea, the whole idea behind residuals was that you could only have to work a few times a year, right? Like if you did a commercial or you did a TV, a, a guest star on one show that that would sustain you by uh, continuing to pay you every time a company re-aired it because they make more money off of re- airing a, re- a rerun, right? They can still sell advertisers on the idea that they're showing content, but you as an actor have only, you showed up that one day or that one week and did that one job, but they're making money off of your image and your content that you participated in. So the whole idea behind residuals is that writers, directors, and actors, the the the, the creatives that help you know create the content can continue to make money off of that content as it keeps making money in other contexts, right. and so you keep you continuously get checks in the mail that can be tiny, tiny. Uh, that can be tiny. To, I've gotten five cent checks. I've yeah. gotten two cent checks many times. Uh, so and and there's a there's a formula that they figured out uh, that they've agreed to basically between the unions, like so the Directors Guild the um writers guild the screen actors guild they have to make separate n- agreements with the uh content creator or the 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 studios and the networks as to how much they're going to pay whenever an episode reairs and in a different context so in other words it's cheaper for it was when we were on 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 boy meets world the unions wanted to support the new cable industry, because cable right. was brand new at the time. And so in order to help cable companies be able to afford content, uh, the the unions agreed to take less money than the networks would have to pay if they showed the same content. So if an, air, an episode of Boy Meets World aired on a network show, uh, uh, ABC, NBC, CBS, and eventually Fox... They would have to pay a premium. They would have to pay a certain amount, and we would actually make good money if those episodes aired. It was almost equivalent to our original paycheck, I think. Right. Um, And then they could, every time they showed that same episode a second or third or fourth, it it got less and less money. It went down every time. I think. I think it almost halved every time. yeah. Yeah. But if a cable company decided to show our show, they could show an episode eight times without having to pay us back in the day. Mm. Or, or they could only pay us a little bit, and that would allow them to show the episode eight times. Um, and so the cable industry, of course, got huge and became very powerful, and uh, it became a little ridiculous that they could get away with paying... Very little on the residuals. So everything had to be renegotiated. And then, of course, the next thing was streamers. Streaming. So for a while there, streamers could show content without having to pay for any residuals. Now there are some residuals structured into, uh, but it's still not great. Not great. It's still a lot less than network television used to be. And that's because, you know, streamers don't show commercials often the same way that network television used to show commercials.
0: A perfect kind of example. So last week, I got a residual check. I did one episode of 30 Rock from the Sun in 2000. And I got a check last week for $44. Okay. Right. So it's like, and again, I have, that's the first one. I, about three or four times a year, I'll get a check that's a dollar or less mm-hmm. for yeah. Law & Order when I was 15. Yeah. Right. Because it's shown yeah. Do you I remember mean, the residual bar? in? Was it the residual bar in Burbank? Yeah. Where I think it's, still there. Go, is it's, it's still there. It's
2: called Residuals. Yeah. Is it,
0: and if you go in with a check under a dollar... Or it used to be if you went in drink. with a residual check under a dollar, they'd hang it on the wall and they'd give you a drink. Yeah. So there was like residual, <laughs> little residual checks all over the place, which is kind of yeah. a cool idea. Yeah,
1: That is yeah. a cool idea. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the thing that that would we would say to people is um, there's still some money coming in from residuals, but it is... Not even remotely enough to no. live on, no, um, it's
2: diminishing returns throughout the years. that's yeah, yeah. but I yeah. think if you were on a hitch, I mean, I think a show like Simpsons is still getting incredible residuals for those. oh yeah, or if you yeah. were on
0: um I, you know, I, my guess is because something like Big Bang theory is everywhere, yeah. you know, they probably got a very good, but I remember but often, somebody but
2: off but oftentimes I think like when friends negotiated they, that they got paid a million dollars each, I think they were yeah. buy. Yeah, yeah. they might might have been. Because they that was part of the negotiation is that you buy us out per episode so we do not continue to get residual. For the for
0: the producers and the 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 creators of the show, I mean, somebody once told me that Charles in charge when it was went into syndication was worth like $300 million to the creators and the and the stars of the show. I mean, the famous one was was when Seinfeld went into syndication and Larry David and Jerry Seinfeld split a billion dollars. So, yeah. I mean, there's, there's, for the creators of the show um, and executive producers of the show, it can be a lot of money but if you I get into But I don't think
2: indication. that's still the case. <laughs> May, it might not that, be. No, with, I go, don't think everything's that, no. different with
0: streaming. Everything's well, I mean, different now.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, perfect example with, with animation when back in the day you used to get a set amount of money for your. Session fee. You'd sign you'd sign a contract every time you went in to do every individual episode, even if you're a regular on the show, and you'd sign that and then you'd get residuals. Now if you go do a regular session fee for something like a Netflix, the check is slightly bigger because you they know you're not going to get the same residuals. Mm-hmm. So it's you're signing a slightly bigger. Uh, day player check, you know, contract, but it's not breaking the bank, but it's like an extra like $150 or something like that. So it's yeah, the whole thing's different with streamers. And that's why every five or six years when new technology comes out, there's everyone's like, why is SAG gonna strike again? It's like, well, because now This new thing has been invented that wasn't here before and actors are getting screwed. So they're going to, you know, we have to negotiate because we should be able to get something from now you're showing our show ad nauseum and we're getting nothing. So, yeah, there needs to be a renegotiation. That does. It happens like every decade.
1: Well, I think that's everything you've ever wanted and nothing and 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 everything you've never wanted to know about (laughs) residuals.
0: And no actual Um, information.
1: So what is a line from Boy Meets World that you have repeated the most throughout your life, if any? Wow.
0: Uh, I, because I do cameo, I would probably have to say, lose one friend, lose all friends, lose yourself. Mm. Or life's tough, get a helmet. Those two are the people that they want those the most.
1: I would probably say, this outfit with this hair, hello, bye-bye. I am so at the mall. So at the mall,
0: yeah. I can see that.
2: What was that from?
1: The haircut episode. The haircut. Hair oh. today, goon tomorrow. When you guys are like, Topanga's not going to change at all. I think mm. your Sean says that. Like, Topanga... You know, she's she's not the type to care about appearance. And then I come yeah. out and I say this outfit with this hair. Hello, bye-bye. Yeah. I'm so at the mall.
2: Her hair is five inches shorter. She can't totally change the person she is. Exactly. And she does. I mean, my favorite line that I think about all the time, which I, I've I've loved to discover, is something that um that the fans love too is is they want you to take the roles. Oh, like That huh? was one thing we used to always say. And of course, because and I think it's probably because you're at a restaurant often yeah. where they deliver yeah. roles. And so you think about that line, yeah. uh, but I don't actually say it, but I, that's one of my favorite lines. Um, you have I,
0: two, you have two writer that I think are arguably two of the best comedy lines in our show. Period. Oh,
2: I think I know one of them that you're going to say, but I don't yeah. say it. You know, I don't like it. Which one? The, the don't move. Maybe that he doesn't one, yeah, maybe he doesn't yes. see us.
0: That's brilliant. <laughs>
2: that's one of my favorite lines. And
0: but... I'll get as sick as I can get without actually dying. I think is one of the other very clever, very kids won't get it, but adults will kind of lines. Those are two great lines. Another
2: one that I've often thought (laughs) is so dumb is what does scuba stand for? Oh, yes. Something creepy. Something "Something creepy under boat. Under boat Andy. Andy.
0: (laughs) I know!
3: I have thought about that I so think, many times. If I remember
2: correctly, that's a Jeff Manel line. We have to ask him if he came up with that, because I, I think that that was a, a Manel line. Uh, we we haven't mind, done that episode yet, have we? No, have we? No, I have so many up, questions to
1: ask Manel, too. I yeah. So many things that have come up that will be like, Manel will know, let's ask Manel. Yeah. Okay, so another question. Were we encouraged to improv during rehearsals or taping?
0: Encouraged nope. is a loading. A encouraged. word. Encouraged, yeah. absolutely
2: <laughs> not. I no, we was were, never we were told insisted. not to. Yeah. No, I, so I kind of did a lot. I I think that there was a word for word obsession on the show. If you messed up a line or did really,
1: not, yes, you were told to improv. Will
2: I wasn't told to improv, but I improved all the
0: time, and they were they would always keep the camera. Like I I could think of a number of scenes where I just threw stuff in, and they mm-hmm. usually kept it
2: but mostly so, you were throwing in like at at the end of a scene, the beginning of a scene I would or button like a sound scenes, or like a yeah I would yeah. button
0: scenes a lot or I would do something in run through that they then wrote into the script, into the script that was something right. they did quite a bit again sure. y- y- you and Ben and Danielle had a had a different acting experience on the show than I did I was very much kind of left alone as, I, as we got later in the show, especially, where it was just kind of like, if I can get the laugh, go get the laugh. That was kind mm-hmm. of what it was. You guys had the, the more dramatic kind of storyline, so I think they wanted to stick to that more. And then it was kind mm-hmm. of like, now watch Will, go sneeze lottery tickets. Yeah. You know, so it was, it, I, I was, it not, encouraged is not the right word, but I certainly was not discouraged from improv, hmm. is how I would say it.
1: What do you guys know about the episodes that were banned from Disney Channel and will you be rewatching them?
0: I tried to, it's so funny. The other day I was trying, I was working on something for uh, us and I was trying to remember all, I think there's four. And I was yeah. trying to remember which ones they were. There's two, I think, that have to do with drinking. Okay. There's one where Corey and Topanga are contemplating losing their virginity. The mm-hmm.
1: prom. Right.
0: Prom. Prom. okay, And then there's one other. And I can't remember what it was. Was it the honeymoon episode because they actually make love or is it because that was just such a terrible episode that they didn't want to air (laughs) it on a television anywhere in the world? Um, But I think I I can't think of what the fourth one is. And I didn't want to Google it. I've been I'm like, I'm not going to Google it. I want to see what it is. But does anybody know of are those streaming on Disney Plus or did Disney Plus not put those on either?
1: I do not know the answer to this question. I don't yeah, know I don't how either. many there are. I think it's 4 but it also may be 5. Um and I do think they were drinking a, yeah, drinking related and sex related and I don't know if they're on Disney Plus. So okay, we do I'm need Googling. to research it though because I don't know when the first one is that we will come to and if we are watching it on Disney Plus, we're going to need to find it somewhere else.
2: But not only that, but Disney would internally edit episodes. They would cut lines, they would cut beats. Yeah. Um I remember well, they're doing
0: was- it now. With other shows, because okay. I know MASH backwards and forwards, and MASH is and on Hulu, stuff. and they're cutting stuff oh. out.
2: Well, yeah. no, but I know that Disney, when they re-aired our show on Disney Channel, would cut specific... Maybe it was a Scream episode. They probably cut the Scream episode. They probably didn't mm. air that on Disney Channel, right? Although, I don't know. I don't know. It. You also know that
0: when... That there's different... Sometimes on cable syndication, there's different timing than there is on mm-hmm. uh, network. So, so a network run was 23 minutes plus seven minutes of commercials. Right. So a, a a cable run might have been shorter. Just
2: they might have shortened. No, because they didn't have. Oh yeah, they do have commercials on Disney. No, they didn't have commercials on Disney Channel. They don't. Right? Yeah, they did. Yeah. yeah, they do. Yeah. Oh, they do. Okay. Um, but to answer the question, um, I mean, I remember the drinking stuff very vividly. Like having you know acting those episodes um, and feeling challenged by them, and and discussing like how to play drunk and all that stuff. Of course. Um. And then I remember really not liking the prom episode while we were taping it. I remember being very upset during that entire week. I was very upset with the adults on our set, the way that they were approaching this, um, specifically because um, we were not discussing um, safe sex. The the fact that we would not bring up Corey and Topanga using um, condoms or having a discussion about birth control at all. And yet the entire episode is about whether will they or will they not in the bedroom and the hotel room. And it was right. like And I just remember being so upset. And then like three weeks and I brought it up. I remember talking to Michael about it and saying, like, can we talk about this? Like, maybe you generationally don't understand that. But like we were growing up in the era of AIDS. This is something that we have to talk about. Like when you are discussing losing your virginity, you discuss. You know, how you're going to do it and like how to be safe about it. And he completely blew me off and told me it was a ridiculous thing to worry about um, and that we don't even need to discuss it. Um, And I felt at the time that that was incredibly irresponsible. And um, and then I remember like three episodes later, we were doing an episode where we make a joke about sharing razors where Corey and like pangosh talk about sharing razors in college mm-hmm. and I remember during a note session Michael Jacobs saying you know I recently read that hepatitis can spread through razors are we being irresponsible by By and I was like I just remember being so pissed I was like oh this is where now we're going to talk about like a uh, right. hepatitis but for whatever reason the the notion of like discussing safe sex was off the table even though the Jeez. entire episode was about having sex so I, I remember being very upset during that episode uh, and just generationally feeling that difference like oh wow you know this it's not something that they huh. were concerned with, and I felt like it. You know, first of all, I I remember being very uncomfortable with all the sex conversation in *Boy Meets World*. Like, yep. it was just weird. Um, you know, and and it was so. It I may, I remember rolling my eyes about all the like Corey Topanga virgin stuff. It's like it yep. just felt so. Uh, precious, outdated, and also just weird to be talking about. Like, why are we obsessing yeah. over this? Um, even at the time. And then, um, and then, yeah, if you're going to do a whole episode about it, to not discuss it responsibly felt really, aw- you know.
1: Yeah. I think I'll probably have more memories. I remember also feeling very uncomfortable the whole week um, for similar reasons, but I, I don't necessarily have specific memories other than just kind of um, ickiness um, yeah. about the week. So yeah, I mean, we. Isn't will definitely no. I mean, I yeah, them. I don't.
0: I honestly don't remember the episode, and I think there's three episodes that and it says three that haven't been. I did finally mm-hmm. Google okay. three that weren't on Disney Channel, um, and that this is one of them. I think this is the one called "If You Can't Be the With the One You Love." Is that the, that one? Okay. Season five. Um, I believe that's what they're talking about. But uh, I mean, I I get them doing an episode about losing your virginity on prom night. I think that's a. a a natural thing a to kind of have yeah. happen, yeah. I mean, that's that's a that's a real issue to I think bring up, but not bringing up the safe sex thing doesn't make any sense. But um, yes, promises, promises. That's the prom episode. You can't be with the one you love, so that's got to be a different one then. Um, Sean's character, one of them, yeah. See again, I don't I don't know these episodes. Promises, promises, and then the third one is the truth about honesty. Hmm. Uh, I have no idea. So maybe maybe one of those is is the is the and, look, and, when and do Topanga we know if they're used, on Disney Plus? I don't know. It says you can watch them on Hulu. When Topanga used Corey's razor, he became on set, Which may, I mean, that's literally the episode you're talking about. Is the wow. truth about honesty?
1: Hmm. Okay, um, well, we have so, them on DVD, so we will watch. We yeah. will watch them if they're not on <laughs> Disney Plus.
0: We will watch them on DVD. I don't remember any of those episodes. <laughs> Hey everyone, I'm Will Friedle, also known as the voice behind Ron Stoppable.
3: Hey, and I'm Christy Carlson-Romano, also known as the voice behind Kim Possible.
0: And we have teamed up again, but this time as the hosts of I Hear Voices.
3: Have you ever wanted to go behind the scenes of your favorite cartoons, video games, and animated movies? If so, we have the podcast for you!
0: Every week we're going to be talking to the biggest stars of voiceover like Alan Tudyk, Yvette Nicole Brown, Steve Downs, Dietrich Bader, and even reuniting with our Kim Possible co-star Taj Mori.
3: They tell us everything from how they got started to things we didn't even know about some of our favorite animated characters
0: you're also going to hear about new shows, games, and movies from all of these actors who bring them to life.
3: So if you want to laugh, learn, and hear someone launch into characters like Bugs Bunny and Batman all in the same episode, then this is the podcast for you.
0: Download the free iHeartRadio app and check out the I hear Voices podcast today. It's free, and you can even listen offline.
3: Discover music, radio, and podcasts you'll love, especially ours.
2: We talk a lot about moms on this podcast and how important they are to us. Absolutely. Without Jen Fischel, what pictures would we post on our social media? But above and beyond all the incredible mom things they did for us, laundry, dinners, let us travel to Los Angeles alone to chase our dreams of acting. Will, what, what else was your mom doing? Uh, my mom was also running all three courts in Connecticut while authoring books. Wow.
1: Well, whether your mom was a legal trailblazer or just the greatest source of inspiration and care in the world, this Mother's Day, she
2: deserves some flowers. You are right, and that's why I'm sending mine farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And while I'm teaching you things, how about 25% off your entire Books order so you can join us in treating our mothers to a beautiful arrangement?
1: Love it. Here's why I like the Books company they are different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano.
0: That's really cool. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Your mom is unique, so she deserves flowers just as special.
2: And Books is simple. I went online, picked the delivery date,
1: and I'm done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your
0: Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma.
1: Go to Books.com and use promo code WORLD for 25% off.
2: That's B O U Q S.com promo code WORLD. Book's
0: promo code WORLD. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity
2: Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly.
1: When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by the experts.
0: Not
2: just any experts,
0: specialized experts, real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience.
2: So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back.
0: Visit ExpressPros.com today.
1: Summer is steadily approaching, and you know what that means.
0: Wearing a shirt at the beach so I don't look like a sad radish for the entire vacation.
1: Okay, maybe.
2: Being thirsty.
1: Yes, Ryder, you got it. It is time to go outside and bask in the glory that is sunshine with barbecues and hikes and trips to exotic locations.
2: With
0: your shirt on.
2: Yes, with your shirt on. It is time to jump into a camper van with your son and your wife and... Torture everyone.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, with all these summer activities, it's so important that you stay hydrated.
0: And we're here to tell you all about Liquid IV. It has three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick.
2: It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. You just rip open a packet and pour it into your water, and
1: bam, you're hydrating with electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. But most
0: importantly, it tastes good. It's so easy and perfect after a workout, which
2: I do to replenish after a nice long run. And you can travel with liquid IV right there in your pocket. Add it to a water on a flight or after a big night when you need just a little assistance to get up in the morning.
1: Tear, pour, live more. One stick plus 16 ounces of water hydrates better than water alone. And with sugar-free flavors like white peach, green grape, raspberry melon, and
0: lemon lime, you can't miss. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV.
2: Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code WORLD at checkout.
1: That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code WORLD at (coughs) liquidiv.com. Now, another question. Would you ever be interested in revisiting the Boy Meets World universe in 2022? I think now's probably a fine time to mention that a couple of years ago, we talked very briefly about doing a totally weird offshoot of a Boy Meets World reboot that actually was kind of in the horror genre. It was, it was a fun
2: script. Yeah. It was yeah. such
1: a fun. Idea and a fun script, and we were all going to be able to, you know, be producers or writers, and actually, and we really were essentially kind of, playing
2: ourselves. Correct, yeah. More than playing we were the,
1: playing yeah. ourselves, having been on a fictionalized version of a Boy Meets World that we were calling something else. Um, but we okay, were all involved. Windy. It was going to be really fun, and it was going yeah. to be like. Scream meets a Boy Meets World-ish reboot. reboot. Yeah. And um, we took it pretty far. We got pretty far in the process. We actually sold the idea to a streamer, who I will not mention, and then said streamer wasn't really sure exactly what they were doing with their 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 network, if you will, and it ended up getting dropped. And then we took the idea to uh, Sony, and Sony bought the idea, and we were really excited. But then- Sony and this other streamer couldn't work out the terms to let us go over to Sony. And the whole idea just kind of now lays there dormant in a puddle at our feet. So,
0: Well, you said something, Danielle, that I thought was amazing at the time because we were talking about it and reboots were big. And and you said, you know what? It's never been done that I really want to do. I want to reboot the cast. Yeah which is I don't want to reboot the show. I yep. want us all, the whole cast to get together and do a different project as different people. A
1: totally different show. Yeah. Yep. I to just me think it would be I think it's also really just kind cool. of an interesting experiment.
0: Agreed. I you think know? that is incredible. You take the cast of a show and you put them in a different show with different characters. You see if people would be able to accept them as other characters and I think if they're different enough it's cool enough that they would but that idea always stuck with me the idea of rebooting the cast as opposed to the show I think that's great.
1: and we knew that writer really didn't have much of an interest in being an actor. so writer actually ended up in a coma at the end of the first episode, <laughs> which got him to just basically lay there very still exactly uh, so whatever yep. this whatever this new version is of us rebooting the cast writer, you can be in a coma. you can
0: be in a coma <laughs> I think it'll I'll be, be in a coma. I think it'll oh, and be then directing you can just
1: it. Direct, exactly. <laughs>
0: Perfect.
1: <laughs> all right. So yes, I think like Will said, um, we have no interest in doing another Boy Meets World related uh, show. But rebooting something where we all got to work together and we had agency in it and could have a say in it from a producing and writing and directing standpoint, I think, yeah, I mean, obviously we all love each other and we love working together. And so we're always coming up with ideas and things that we could do. So you never know. Maybe somewhere down the line, you'll see you'll see us doing something. Um someone wanted to know can we get evidence that Danielle rapped a Buster Rhymes song during MTV Spring Break? I have a bet with my brother. I remember it. He says it never happened. We can't find it anywhere. Who is right? Did you? I most certainly did. Of and course it was. she did. It was her say what? Karaoke during yeah. MTV's <sighs> Spring Break. And um it was so much fun. I mean, you guys know what a big hip hop head I've been for most of my life. And so when I got to do Say What Karaoke, uh I wanted to do that song. And I did it. It was really fun. You cannot find it anywhere. I have no copy of it. I don't I I've I i do not know where it is. MTV is I can't very I believe
2: YouTube doesn't have it. it seems like.
1: MTV is very uh They are very protective over their IP, and I don't know. It's just not there. It comes up all the time that people are like – did I, is that a fever dream? Did I dream that? And it's like, no, it, it really happened, but there is no evidence on it of it online, so.
0: I remember you talking to me about this. Isn't it true that one of the reasons like you didn't win or something like that is because you were rapping faster than Busta Rhymes?
1: Yeah, and it's not necessarily because I'm faster than Busta Rhymes. It was the way the earpiece was in my ear and the way, so I actually lost. Like I came in third place. Amit Zappa, I think, won, or maybe it was the kids from- geeks freaks and geeks maybe they won some but either way I came in third place and um My performance was good, but in my earpiece and the way the audience was yelling and everything, the music actually started in my ear sooner than it started elsewhere. And so I was like, I was, I started a little fast and then yes, I was rapping faster than Busta Rhymes. Um, And I think that may have affected my, my win, but yes, I did it and it was really fun. And um, you win the bet with your brother. So that's very exciting. Um, Do you still get Disney perks? Do you have to pay for Disney plus? We get no Disney perks and yes we have to pay for Disney plus
2: <laughs> I uh, I have a story about that actually <laughs> we used to be able to call up and say I want to go to Disneyland next week or whatever and they would give us free tickets um, when we went to Disney World they would fly us there for events and then we would get the VIP guest guide like taking us to the front of the line but like I remember being able to go to Disneyland I, mean, I didn't take advantage of this too often but I remember being able to go to Disneyland. Just by calling and us, you know the publicity department saying, "Hey, could I get tickets?" and they would give me tickets um, for me and my friends to go. I only did that a few times, but I remember when our show got uh, I, I got canceled or when it was over. I went to New York to like the week after our show was canceled, and I had talked to somebody about getting tickets to go see The Lion King on Broadway, uh, and the they didn't get back to me and i remember the show I in new york i was calling the publicity department being like hey can i yeah yeah right we'll get back to you about that click never heard back like all the oh, perks just gosh. ended yeah. no more disney tickets no more ability to see broadway shows disney broadway show and i never heard back from the publicity department it was like literally the week Jeez. after the show ended i was in new york being like hey you know lisa or whomever like Remember those tickets we thought? Yeah, I'll look into that, writer. We'll get back to you. Never heard like, of <laughs> yeah. I still
0: do some voiceover stuff for Disney, so I still get some of the Disney perks.
2: That's good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I direct
1: for Disney. Writer directed for Disney. They don't give them to the directors. They no. give them to the actors. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, and yeah, you get like a certain amount every season. You'd be like, okay, you get, you know, 12 free tickets or something. And so it used to be really fun because you could just call up and be like, okay, me and three of my friends are coming yeah. and- They'd put your names down Disney and you'd get there. Disney is a very and, well, my, fun
2: company to work for. It well, really my favorite, is. My favorite, yeah. my favorite event was when you know they shut down Disney after 5 p.m. Um, during the holiday season for a couple of nights. Like there's like three nights where Disney employees and uh, not yes. just actors, but everybody works in every aspect of Disney can go for the holiday. For for it's like only open to and Disney employees from 5 p.m. on during the holiday season. For a couple of days. And that is so much fun because it's at night and the yeah. park is, you know, at like twenty-five percent capacity. And I just remember like me and Ben running around because they would take us down on a bus
3: mm-hmm. when yeah. that would
2: happen. And all the, the Boy Meets World cast and crew would go down together. And I just I just remember those I have such fond memories because I felt like Disney Disneyland was ours. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, not it was like yeah. it was like the whole park was was Disney people and Disney employees. And we would get um an ornament too, like a Disney special yes. ornament when you left the park. Yeah. Uh, and I did, and there was something magical about that. I, I did that all the way up into college. I remember going to those things. And I still, yeah, I miss those.
0: Yeah, no, there's yeah. great. One of my coolest memories ever in my life is Melissa Joan Hart and I were shooting something for Disney in Disney World, and we had to shoot it at night. So we had the whole park to ourselves. That literally it was. You had the Magic Kingdom. It was the two of us together, just walking around at like three o'clock in the morning. All the rides were working. Everything was up because so they were cool. shooting stuff, and it was empty. So it was like, wow. here, here's Disney World. It was That's awesome. That's so cool. Yeah, it was yeah. awesome.
1: No, I. That is still so fun. I love those memories of us on those cast and crew nights. It was so much fun. That's a story Lee told actually about Lee and yeah. I on the bus together. Yeah, yeah <laughs> Danielle. <laughs> do you
0: remember you and I doing one of those together? Do you remember? Because I had totally forgotten about this, and then somebody sent me a clip of it. You and I were flown to Disney World for the opening of the Animal Kingdom. Oh, I do remember that. And you and I just hung what? out there for a bunch of days and I shot a bunch of stuff. And Why yeah, didn't well, I I, get it was just the two of us. And it was like Drew Carey, and we were hanging out with Drew Carey, and what? he was throwing yes. at us like Danielle, Will, tell us about the animals. And we were hanging out with everybody there.
1: I forgot about that entirely, but yes,
0: yeah, you Man, and I did a whole so big thing. was Fun It was a ton of fun. Yeah, we also
1: yeah. all
2: did the 25th anniversary of Disney World. That, that was true. like a week-long celebration, yeah. and they flew us all out there, and we were doing so much press. Yeah, and we were there for a while like I remember that, was, that. Cool. It was a huge event. Yeah. That
0: was cool. We had that we had the Chicago Bulls private plane fly us yes. there. Do you remember that? It was had yes, yes, our do. own little cabins and everything and I just remember sitting there playing Magic the Gathering with you in in the in the plane as we were flying there.
2: I I only flew back so it would have been on the flight Is back. It, Okay, I, It was yeah, the it only was, time cuz it was my first time on a private plane. It was awesome. Same. Um, yeah. But yeah, I remember I remember meeting Michael J. Fox that week. Yes, we, saw, we, ahead all, of we us. all sat there and talked to him. It was the coolest yes. thing in the world. Oh my world. god! It was like meeting my my hero. It yeah.
0: was. It, I, was oh. starstri- I was speechless. It I was, was so one of the coolest starstri- things that ever happened to me. And he yeah. knew
2: who we were. Like that's he that I did because be he knew like Ben. Remember ben was, ben was like, yeah, well, he was me, in Mr. the parade. Mr. Fox. And, yeah, and he's like, <laughs> Mr. Fox. He's like, come on, Ben. And he's like, you guys. And we sat and talked with him. And then he was in the parade ahead of us. And I remember we kept making faces at each other. And I was just like, it was the coolest thing in the world. My dream come true. Michael yep. J. Fox knows who I am. Yep. so fun. Awesome. Those are such awesome.
1: good memories. Um, so this is from Tyler Eichenberg from the episode 102. In the water fight, Amy is using a hose, which got him thinking about the show's plumbing. How much of a set was actually set up for plumbing? Were the None. sinks and toilets and showers actually working? Nope. Did any of the sinks work?
2: No, they no, have to but, always add a water tank. You yeah. have to offset right, water yeah, tank. Under, right, they okay. can Underneath make it, it work. They they, yeah. they will say, for, "Do you
1: want a yeah. functional sink? Do you need yeah. a functional whatever?" And then they can make it work. But it's otherwise, it. it's not working.
0: Yeah. yeah, I found out the hard way; those toilets are fake. <laughs>
2: Sorry, no, the walls everybody. are so incredibly thin. Like I don't think people realize that. Like you know, they don't have fault. They're not built to code. They're built no, to it's code. Right. <laughs> you know? yeah. So it's like the the so all the like brick is fake. All the tile is fake. It's all just it's all fake and it's yep. very thin and if you could see the behind what you you know you're you're looking at very flimsy structures yeah. yeah
1: so is it common for sitcoms to shoot out of order like we did with the pilot in the first season
2: um no I don't know I don't sitcoms, think things sitcoms I think, so. think tend to shoot in order of their season yeah um and I think we probably stuck with a, an, an order after the first season. I think it was yeah. just during the... Yeah. And they were still trying to figure out which episodes to air, you know, for... That's the for thing. We reasons. probably
0: shot an order, but they aired them in a different order.
2: You're right. But I, I would say after that, after second season, they probably were in the order that we shot. Yeah, I would yeah, imagine. Yeah, I think so. Yeah.
1: So, I don't know if we're going to know the answer to this question. Were some sets redesigned to look like different places? For example... The outdoor store looks similar to the ski cabin where Corey kissed Lauren and the house party Mm. where Corey is drunk and dancing looks like the Matthews living room.
0: Yes. The answer to that is yes. And I can give you 100 percent definitive proof. And that is Jonathan Turner's apartment turned into jack and eric's apartment Oh, so it was actually the exactly the same set redesigned they used to do it all the time because you're you know you're on a budget so you build a set you throw it in a, in a shed somewhere and then you take it out and you repurpose it for something else so yes right. i would not doubt at all that the wilderness store was something else
2: yeah that makes sense i forgot about the apartment the apartment yep. switched a couple times. all the time yeah. yeah yeah uh
1: what did the writer's room of boy meets world look like
2: kind of just like an office room right yeah. like it's pretty boring like one one big table conference like a folding room. table it's just a conference room yeah like a And really then offices kind of and around individual offices, it, they yeah, had where people
0: the writers it. would go off and and write and then the the other than a few core people, the staff was changing every year. I mean, there'd be four or five that were the same, and then they'd try new people that would come in, or or there'd be interns or writers and assistants then were or stuff like that.
2: Always Tic Tacs. Yeah, Tic Tacs. Yeah, there alone.
0: Tons <laughs> of food, tons of paper airplanes, Nerf guns. Stuff. I mean, it's like a it's like a kid's room. Yeah. Um. Essentially. So yeah.
1: So later in the show, when the show had more fans showing up to tapings, would they be given any context before the episode began feeling, uh, filming, specifically thinking about during the times after Cory and Topanga break up? Would the studio audience have to piece together based on context that the relationship had ended?
0: I remember them at certain times showing the episode before to the audience, right? Yeah, Yeah. okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, okay. They
1: would. They would always give context. Our warm-up guy would give a little bit of context. So, since you've seen the last, since the last time you may have watched Boy Meets World, here's what happened. And they would lead through. So, then this happened with this episode, then this happened with this episode, and now we're going to play for you last week's episode. So, they would always get to watch the episode that preceded this one that they were about to watch film. So they yeah. had an idea of context and they also, you know, it gave them 30 minutes of something to do in the audience um, while they were waiting for us to to come out and t- start the show.
0: Can we talk very briefly about how amazing our audiences were? Because mm. you have to sit there sometimes for hours, watch the same thing over and over again, and they were engaged and yep. loving and so amazing week yeah. after week. We had the best yeah audiences. So I I, really did a big shout out because especially when you're doing a sitcom, um, the audience is another character, absolutely another character. And it was a character that showed up for us every single week. You kept us on our toes. You kept us active. You kept us happy. It was unbelievable. So everybody who came and supported us live, uh, you were amazing and you really made it a better show every single week. So thank you for that.
1: Absolutely. well, This concludes our last Q and A episode. We have been asked already many times if we have anything that we can share from our first ever live Pod Meets World show, and uh, we do. We have some clips for you. We can't play the whole thing because part of what makes the live show special is that what happens in the room kind of sometimes sort of stays in the room. So Mm -hmm. there are some things that we just won't be sharing with you, but we do have some clips that we want you to take a listen to. So here are a few of those clips.
0: And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma.
1: Go to books.com and use promo code WORLD for 25% off.
2: That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com promo code WORLD. Books, promo
0: code WORLD. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity
2: Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh...
0: Visit expresspros.com today.
1: Hey, are you listening to us right now on some headphones? And if so, how about
2: a little ASMR?
0: ASMR, I don't even know what it
2: means. Even more than ASMR, we're here to help you. It's time to learn about
1: JBUD's Mini from JLab, the smallest earbud on the market by a major brand.
2: It's perfect for on the go listening to something amazing like Pod Meets World. It even fits on your keychain, and they're so small, you can sleep with them in.
1: And it comes in five amazing colors. Mint, aqua, black, sage, and pink.
2: And it's got
0: rapid charge, where in just 15 minutes of charging gives the earbuds a whole hour of battery life.
2: Bluetooth multipoint also allows you to connect to two devices at once and switch seamlessly between the two.
1: And we've got a deal for you. Use the code WORLD25 for 25% off.
2: Oh, what a deal. Visit JLab.com now to find your kind of tech.
1: And remember, World 25 for 25%
4: off. Um, I did have a question for Ryder and Trina. Um, I think I love the show so much, obviously, but one of the things that made me the most uncomfortable watching the show, especially as a kid, was that Angela and Sean would awkwardly just seem like they made out so much. Like... (laughs) Just, like, in the background, I remember there was one episode where it was almost like an ongoing joke. They were, like, on the, in the student union. It's called a student union, by the way. I know that was a podcast joke. And you were just, like, on the couch. And I think maybe you were one time um, making out on top of Eric. And I'm just wondering, one, how, like, how did you prepare for those scenes? And then... Chapstick? Yeah, I... And secondly, is it like is it was it weird for you now? I know that you talk about in the podcast there being an age difference, so I'm not I'm, I'm pointing out something that no one knows. But um, is it weird now? Was it weird then? Just wanted to ask that question. Was it weird so thank for you? you. It
2: was not weird at all. Yeah, it was kind of just. It was like I remember thinking it was totally like now it seems weird to me. Like now I watch the show and I'm like, oh my god, yeah, because we are we're kissing all the time. Yep, yep. and like a whole scenes where we're like. Kiss, talk, kiss, yeah. <laughs> talk. And I'm like, wow, this is like a huge part of the show. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I don't know. But at the time, it never occurred. To, I don't know. It felt totally fine. Like, we were very comfortable fine. Yeah, we're, with each other. Yeah,
4: we We were cool, I mean, something about us are always very comfortable with each other, so I never feel, I always feel actually more comfortable in general when you're around. So, so, no, it's
1: true, so, you know, no it wasn't. I would say your lips were a little dry sometimes,
4: (laughs) (laughs) that I remember, but overall he was very enjoyable, (laughs) you know. Wow. The truth comes out, you heard it here first.
2: Man, <laughs> all right, chapstick. I'll invest. <laughs> I
0: think it's a, it's a little past the time, Ryder.
3: <laughs> Hi, hello. Hi. Hi, I'm Nicole. You guys are amazing and wonderful. Thank you so much. I
1: brought my mom. She watches Hi. it with me. So thanks. Hi. Um, so my question is, I know you all did that kind of crossover with Sabrina with the whole time ball situation. So if you could have put your characters into a completely different TV show, what TV show would you want them to go into and why?
2: Great question.
1: <laughs> Let's all say it together. MASH!
2: There's his, okay. I... Uh, sh- I... I wrote this thing once, and I, I think Sean would have been great on like a, a drama, like like a cop, like a gritty cop show drama or something. Or Dawson's Creek, you or were Dawson's built Creek. for Dawson's Creek. But I basically was on that, you know, like that's what Boy became. Yeah, so, essentially, yeah. No, like I would like to see Sean in like a really gritty, you know, I don't know,
0: like NYPD Blue. Yes, with the camera's exactly. doing this the whole time. Exactly, catching all your Shaky hoods. Camera, yeah.
4: Yes.
1: <laughs> well. I would think it'd be really funny if the cast of Boy Meets World tried an episode of Good Times.
4: <laughs> I think that'd be really funny.
1: <laughs> Man, I think Topanga would have... Like, I would have loved to have seen Topanga in her lawyerdom, like oh, yeah. like on the practice yes. or like, something like that. Because even when we did Girl Meets World and it was like, Topanga's a lawyer and it basically meant you saw her with a briefcase every now and then. <laughs> Um, so I would, like, I'd like to see Topanga talking lawyer
2: Did you ever get to do any lawyerly things? No,
1: I got to, I think I got to show up at the school, at the classroom once, and, like, that's when Lee came back, and Uh, I was doing something, but it wasn't cool lawyerly.
2: Right.
1: So, yeah, I think, like, the practice. That's cool. Topanga and the practice would have been fun. Judging Amy, something like that? Yeah, Yeah, judging Amy. And that was Pod Meets World. Thank you for listening. You can follow us on Instagram at pod meets world Show. You can email us at pod meets world Show at gmail.com. And as always, we've got merch. Merch! <laughs> Podmeetsworldshow.com. And we love you all. Pod dismissed. Pod Meets World is an iHeart podcast produced and hosted by Danielle Fischel, Will Friedell, and Ryder Strong. Executive producers, Jensen Carp and Amy Sugarman. Executive in charge of production, Danielle Romo. Producer and editor, Tara Sudbach. Producer, Jackie Rodriguez. Engineer and Boy Meets World superfan, Easton Allen. Our theme song is by Kyle Morton of Typhoon. You can follow us on Instagram at pod meets world Show or email us at podmeetsworldshow at gmail.com.
0: This episode is brought to you by
2: Huggies Little Movers.
1: Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes,
2: and so do their tushies. Especially when they start really moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit.
1: That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles
0: and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves, And helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks.
2: So, make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today.
1: We got you, baby. When I'm on my way to drop off the kids at school and I'm on about five hours of sleep and I haven't had my coffee yet, I'm truly one of a kind.
2: Yeah, this sounds like the beginning of a horror movie. It is. But there is one
1: thing I can do immediately to bring some comfort and calm to the situation and keep me moving forward. Eat Keebler Sandies.
0: I like to think that if the good-looking guy was still around, sitting on the couch, comforting himself about not getting into college, he'd ditch the Cocoa Puffs and down some Keebler Sandies instead.
2: Mixed with chocolate syrup?
0: Ooh, why not?
1: When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies is the perfect treat to keep you going.
2: Each Keebler Sandies shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by the Keebler Elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth.
0: The next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for Keebler's Sandy's Shortbread Cookies to enjoy a simple moment of comfort.
2: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp.
1: It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference.
2: That's why
0: everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through.
2: BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy.
0: Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you.
2: Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need.
1: That means you earn on what you want, like trying
2: out that new workout class. And two percent cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the active cash credit card. It's ready when you are with unlimited two percent cash rewards.
1: The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready.
0: Terms apply. Learn more at Wellsfargo.com slash active cash.